You may be wondering why someone who managed to take an idea and a £500 overdraft and turn it into a third of a billion pounds has decided to write a book. It's certainly not for money, and I am anything but famous. Even if you are one of the millions of people who use the sports nutrition brand I founded, you probably will not have heard of me until now. There are a few reasons I decided to share my journey with you. First of all, my account is a genuine rags-to-riches story, so if you haven't found your way yet, perhaps this book will help you to figure it out. In some ways, I am now at the beginning of a new journey. Business has always felt like a high-stakes game to me, and some would say that's why I have been successful. Let me be clear, though. I take business extremely seriously. But you don't get to win in business by being afraid of taking calculated risks. We give it our best shot, and a lot of enjoyment comes from being focused on making the right decisions. When it's only a game, it's easier to maintain a healthy perspective about winning and losing. In life, the consequences of our actions can have a long-term impact, so fear of getting it wrong can make us so risk-averse that we don't seize the opportunities that are meant for us. You have to take chances to succeed, and if it goes wrong, you take it in your stride and move past it. Selling my business ended a huge chapter of my life, one that had forced me to learn many lessons on the job. Since then, I have enjoyed exploring new avenues and playing new hands. Writing this book has allowed me to reflect on how I have got to where I am today and the lessons I have learned along the way. I am proud of what I have achieved, but my life is far from over, and self-reflection is a powerful tool for enabling personal growth. By looking back at my journey from a different perspective, I am gaining fresh insights that I had not consciously recognised the first time round, and I am happy to share these with you. You will often hear people say that life is the best teacher. While I acknowledge that we learn a lot through experience, I believe we are our own greatest teachers. That means seeking out the most fruitful experiences to deliver the most valuable lessons for the path we have chosen to take. It is a little like preparing a specific reading list to match a degree course, rather than going into a library and picking up books at random. When you live a purposeful life, nothing happens by accident. We are all born with the tools to succeed, but you have to learn how to make them work to your advantage, playing to your strengths and your competitors' weaknesses. And this is something I will be covering later in the book. Learning stems from being curious, resourceful and tenacious. Learn to trust your instincts has become a bit of a cliché, especially in business books. But I always say if something's a cliché, it's a cliché for a reason. By the same premise, the law of averages also became a law for a reason. Remember, a well-trodden path is often the right path, and there is nothing wrong with that. But you must stand out from the competition and seek continuous improvement if you want your business to grow. Just make sure you use your instincts, as well as metrics or research, where possible, before you deviate from the beaten track in search of something original in your quest to be unique. If you take anything away from this book, it should be that your gut feelings are there to help you. That's not to say that if the thought of something makes you feel a little anxious, you should back away from it. That's fear. 
Most of our fears are based on things that we imagine will happen, but rarely do. Which is why one of my favourite mottos is, Fear is a liar. A phrase I picked up from one of my oldest and greatest friends, Carl Boone. There is a difference between being afraid of stepping into a new environment and having a hard-to-ignore gut feeling that something isn't right. I have always been poor at maths, and I strongly believe I may have dyslexia as well as dyscalculia. But that doesn't mean I don't recognise when an idea is clearly profitable. I can use a calculator to work out the specific figures, and it's not as though I haven't got a solid accountant to help me with the number crunching. Our instincts and intuition work together to keep us out of danger. Somehow, our mind absorbs the whole situation and assesses whether that path is going to benefit us or do us harm. And it is usually correct. Unfortunately, there is no calculator for working out how a situation will play out. So if you get it wrong, you learn the hard way, through experience. But typically, these are the lessons you are most likely to remember.